Hey everybody, welcome back. It is 2022 where it was the Rankable podcast. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, SEO is not dead. And so this is the very first episode of 2022. I'm so excited to be joined by none other than Cyrus Shepard. Cyrus, oh man, this dude has been in the game for decades, decades in SEO. He's done- <laughs> I'm 88 years old. <laughs> I like no, but honestly, I mean, like you, you know, back since the Ten Blue Link days, you you've consulted with Moz uh, for the last ten years. Actually, you got a, a big anniversary or or a a parting, if we will, which we'll we'll touch on in a second. Um, and you're you're creating some really cool software all around the topic that we're going to discuss today serendipitously, which we'll discuss as well, uh, title tags. Thank you so much for joining me today, oh, Cyrus. Thanks for, thanks for inviting me, Garrett. I'm a huge fan of iPoll Rank and everything uh, your team is doing over there. So always happy to join you. It is cool. And, and I love it. So like Zippy is the software that you built. So first off, you're, you're leaving Moz. You're, you're in essence leaving Moz. What, what's going on? What's, yep. the, what's the next step? Uh, I've been associated with Moz for, since 2010. I was uh, hired onto the... Uh, help team, office support team back then, did customer service. Uh, then I started doing SEO in-house and I've been with them on and off uh, for about 10 and a half years now. Um, and it's been great. I've been consulting for the past three and a half years. Uh, but today my contract, it's the last day of my contract. So I'm saying my final goodbyes. Um, still love Moz, uh, but uh, it's time for me to move on and do some different things now. Professionally, that's a that's a big part of your life. How how do you feel? Is it is it is there an emotional? It, oh yeah, it's it's bittersweet. I mean, there's there's it, there's I've made so many great friends there. It changed my life. It changed my career. Uh, but there's also other things I want to do. And I, I keep tell I've been telling them for years they need to fire me. Uh, they won't do it. Uh, so I'm just like, oh, if you're not going to do it, I'm going to have to do it. You're going to make me do it. Okay. So yeah, it's bittersweet. It's it, I got a little sadness in me. So. Yeah, I mean, you you develop these relationships, but you are staying obviously very much in SEO, and and you had a head start before you're leaving Moz. What tell tell us about Zippy? Like, what what is the tool, and and why did you just decide to make it? Yeah, so Zippy, it, it's weird working in in. I've worked in SEO software for a long time, but I've never really had my own SEO software. Uh, the idea started way back in 2013, uh, back when Cloudflare was just getting started. And I, I had this idea, you know, we should be able to, we should be able to do SEO for people to a certain extent. SEO, S one of the challenges with SEO software is people get lots of data and they don't know what to do with it. Uh, so I wanted to build some software to help bridge that gap. You know, we're, we're not just going to give you data. We're going to tell you what to do with it. And if you want to, we can push some of those changes live to your site. So uh, the software Zippy uh, has Cloudflare integration, has WordPress integration. Uh, it's not fully automatic yet. Uh, and only a few people are adopting uh, those features. But I think what we do do a good job is giving people more than just data and giving them solid suggestions of what they should do with it specifically around title tags right now, but we have this full roadmap that's more holistic SEO, all parts of on-page SEO and site architecture and things like that. Uh, but that's where we are today. We have a we have a handful of customers. We've got uh, a lot of users giving us feedback. We haven't really officially launched yet, but we're we're getting there. We're getting there. 
That is so cool. I, I, I love the SaaS world as well. I came from that. I, I'll say to our audience right now, if you go and try like the free version of Zippy, the best thing you can do, the best friend of a software creator or business owner is give feedback, like give genuine feedback. Are you, are you developing that relationship? Are you getting some good feedback from your yeah, users right we now? We do. Uh, we do. F funny enough, most of our feedback comes from our free users right now, people in our early beta program that we gave lots of pages to, and we will go out of our way to build features for them. If they just say, hey, I'm having trouble, we'll spend the entire day solving that problem and building a new feature and pushing it out. And it's the greatest thing in the world. Oh, it's fun. It's fun. It's fun. And, and you really like when you are the owner of a, like a small software company, it's like you really do build those relationships like intimately with your most vocal like customers and feedback givers. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's and uh, problem is one problem is because I've been in the industry so long, uh, people are sometimes afraid to give me honest feedback but we oh. really we really need that like hey this feature sucks uh but i don't want to tell cyrus that so eh, you know maybe uh, oh my god so, okay so so there, there you go don't go and leave like cyrus hate mail but please like actually actually let him know what you need and so specifically you're working on title tags which serendipitously to kind of set the stage back in august so, so Google has always kind of rewritten title tag or the titles on SERP results, um, not aggressively, but in August, they started doing it really aggressively. Yeah. And so a tool like your, so what, how, like, what was your reaction first when you started seeing uh, Google do this and, and, and why is that a big deal? Yeah, well, first of all, I was a little scared because we just built this product that is uh, uh, does nothing but title tags right now. Uh, so I was a little scared that Google was making us irrelevant by changing ranking factors, whatever. And actually, kind of the opposite happened. Uh, Google made title tags very relevant again uh, and brought up a lot of attention. So it was a serendipitous uh, change, and we were uniquely set up to address some of that and gather data on that. If, if I may just go on a sideline here for a bit. You know, title tags have always been a small but significant ranking factor, uh, but they're a little bit more important than just the ranking factor because they have this huge influence on click-through rates and engagement. And uh, are people actually going to visit your site? And they used to be kind of the same thing. You would optimize for ranking and engagement at the same time. But now with Google rewriting so many title tags and our, our internal data shows that they rewrite on an average over 60%, 60 to 70% of title tags. Most of them are small changes like brand names, thing like that. But now it's, now we actually have two different tasks where optimizing for ranking and optimizing for CTR are almost separate and you have to be a little smarter about how you do it. Uh, and it's, Google has made it much more complex and interesting now, which I appreciate. It's, yeah, no, I can't imagine. It, it is very complex because, you know, if you don't have a way to track the changes, you can think that you have your title tag set and, you know, you go and look at the SERPs and, and all of a sudden it's not what you had spent maybe a lot of time doing. Why, what are some of like your tips? So how do you approach kind of title tag creation or optimization at this point? Yeah, so uh, it's interesting because until I really looked at the data and I looked at what a lot of our, our users were doing, I don't think most SEOs realize 
how many of their titles uh, are not being used by Google or being completely rewritten. It's just not a part of a, you know, we have all these SEO audit checklists. Checking Google SERP titles compared to your own title tags is just not part of those are thinking yet. It's going to take a couple of years before we really start to uh, uh, think about that and incorporate it into audit workflows. In the meantime, uh, I'm finding I'm, I'm making my H1 header, my headlines, match the title tag much more often because I'm trying to force Google to use my title tag. I'm also doing a lot less. Uh, it, it used to be very common in writing title tags that the same word would repeat in your title tag, especially if your keywords were part of your brand name. Uh, like back in the day, we had SEO Moz. Sometimes we would separate and say SEO uh, space Moz. But now if your keyword repeats in your title tag, Google is much more likely just to throw that part out. And we're seeing brands with keywords in their brand name. Google's just not using it, not showing it at all, or or if they are, it's you know it's it's a mangled mess. So it's it's really changing a lot of things, especially how you think of your brand, your taglines, uh, things like that. It's 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 evolving. Yeah, and you meant you mentioned like you know your H one, you're almost mirroring with the title tag. I, I you seem um, anecdotally and and from some of the the research that like you know Dr. Pete did that they're pulling from H twos as well. Are you yeah. like hyper aware of your H twos now that they might end up being like the title in the surf? Yeah, it, it's kind of weird uh, interpreting. So we did a study at Moz a few years ago that it doesn't really matter what you use for an H one or an H two or or things like that, but just large text at the top of your page that Google will count as a headline. But it's interesting to see what Google counts as that. Uh, you know, they're not they're not perfect at parsing out what your actual page headline is. But if you can make it obvious, usually by defining an H1, uh, making it a little larger, larger font, making it a little more prominent. Uh, so I'm not really, we're not seeing a lot of H2 usage, but more just general headline at the top of the page and trying gotcha. to make trying to make that clear. No, and that makes sense because I mean it is scary when you read, you know, that that Google's, you know, might be pulling from any visible text. You know, yep. I, I can imagine a lot of SEOs are freaking out of like, well, anything on page is a potential, you know, gonna gonna be in the title when that's really not actually the case. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Now at scale, so we, you know, at Apple Rank, we work with a lot of enterprise clients. Yep. If you're working with thousands and thousands of pages creating optimized title tags is can be really challenging. What, what's your approach like historically? How do you think about that? So uh, a couple of different ways. Obviously, when you're working with enterprise, you're working with templates. Uh, and it's interesting now because Google is now one thing I want to distinguish, though. One thing we have to be careful about is just because Google isn't using a part of your title tag doesn't mean it's not helping you rank. Uh, so sometimes Google is rewriting your title tags, they're stripping out keywords, but those that doesn't necessarily mean you want to strip out those keywords because those are a ranking factor and Google might be using them. So we've seen different strategies where uh, now you can it's possible you can just tack on keywords to the end of your title tag that increase your relevance, but the user isn't going to see them in SERPs. Uh, as long as you don't overdo it, we've seen cases where that that's kind of a strategy that might help you, um, even if they don't make, but you got to be careful because that might be the part that Google latches onto and then shows in the SERP and it makes no sense. But anyway, back to the, back to the enterprise conversation. So uh, templates, uh, looking at examining templates, examining your your brand name, and but also uh, simply finding keywords at scale uh, at 
with my with our own software, we use a lot of Google Search Console data, uh, identifying keywords that aren't in your title tag. Uh, with enterprise, you have a chance to do that at scale across thousands or tens of thousands of title tags and find ways to insert those. Finding the, finding the right template to do that for your business is kind of where the art comes in, uh, but it does get sort of interesting. Yeah. No, I, it, to your point, like you, you wrote, there's a great article on Zippy about, you know, five different techniques and you, and you identify like that boilerplate, like where yeah. you can avoid having, yeah, as you mentioned with Moz, like where you can avoid having the boilerplate at the end for stuffing. And if you're going to use that for keywords, I can imagine that it does become a bit of a, an art to it does. Uh, figure out how you want to kind of yeah. put it in those keywords. Yeah. We, we, we often find that removing irrelevant keywords, uh, can help with click-through rate and rankings. And boilerplate is one of the top things Google removes when you have repeating sec repeating sections of titles on every page. But boilerplate is often where the art comes in and people are clicking on your, or your title beca exactly because of that boilerplate. It may not help your rankings, but it's helping your click-through rate. And so that's why we, we identify irrelevant boilerplate, but we don't recommend just removing it. We recommend running an experiment to see if it's gonna help you. Uh, I had a client, this is something I learned long ago. I had a client, one of my first clients in SEO, they had this extremely long brand name. It was like 25 characters. And they had it at the end of every single title tag. Um, and we removed it and we saw like a 20% lift on traffic across their entire site uh, because it was such a terrible boilerplate that Google was displaying and it was watering down their relevancy. Uh, but it, so it's something worth trying, but it's, it's an experiment, but not something you absolutely do every time. And, and kind of jump around here, but I, I'm glad you brought up the experiments and it ties it to Zippy is like, there are a ton of experiments that you can do with title tags, but with SEO, it's tricky to figure out what actually works, what actually doesn't work, A-B testing. How, how are you trying to solve that problem at Zippy when, when you wanna do something like experiment with two different title tags on the same URL? Uh, yeah, so it, it's really hard to do A-B a, B split testing in that, that situation, uh, almost, almost impossible. Uh, so you have to do, you, we encourage people to uh, run experiments by site section, uh, test this many URLs against this many URLs, um, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, yeah, but it, it gets a little tricky. And then you also have historical traffic data. Maybe it's maybe it's getting near Christmas and all your traffic's going up anyway. So it's, it's kind of hard to uh, suss out. We actually use uh, uh, a statistical prediction uh, forecasting uh, called profit by Facebook, which is open source. Uh, it's, it's, it's a little difficult because search console only gives you so much data and profit likes like three years of data, but it's uh, experimentation is hard and setting up experimentation software, big shout out to anyone who's done it successfully. But to that point, I mean, so Zippy, like you get in there and I've tried it myself. It's, it's really cool. I had you know, tried it with a few different of uh, the titles just to experiment. And like, you know, it, it'd been a few weeks and I had one winner and I had one loser. But there are some, to your point, prescriptive kind of guidance that you provide. So like, what do some of those look like? Like if someone's brand new to trying out, what, what can they expect? Well, the, the most important thing is keywords. Uh, are you using the keywords in your title tag that you rank for that? Because there's nothing more powerful when someone types a keyword into Google search box and then the, the results come up, though, if those keywords are actually visible in those results, if they are, those URLs are going to get uh, more clicks. And so 
about 30, 40% of the time, we find that URLs, I mean, title tags are missing important keywords or keywords that people aren't thinking about. Sometimes they're not relevant. Sometimes uh, they're not relevant to your business, but so you can mute them uh, in the in, in the interface. But that's the most, that's basic SEO 101. Our, are your keywords in the title tag, and that that there's that's a problem that's never going to go away. So that's the first thing we we emphasize. Uh, also, are your are your keywords visible in the title? Because Google has been at least on desktop, Google has been shortening and shortening and shortening title tags. When I learned SEO in two thousand nine, two thousand ten, one of the first rules was important keywords go at the front. And what's interesting, I think we've been doing SEO long enough. Uh, 15, 20 years, the industry is that old. We're starting to forget some basic stuff that we learned at the beginning. It's kind of like uh, uh, scurvy. The British Navy cured scurvy, and then 100 years, they, they hadn't dealt with it. They forgot how to cure scurvy with vitamin C, and people were getting sick again. That We're kind of seeing that in the SEO world again, where we're forgetting some of the basics you know, about indexing and ranking and uh, retrieval uh, that we need to remind ourselves of some of these basic things. It's, it's, it is important. And, and, you know, it's like the more SEO changes, the more it stays the same, even though, you know, we're seeing more rich snippets come out and there's always this like kind of ranking assessment that's changing. Speaking of that, like, so when you're doing title changes, you mentioned earlier, like it impacts both the rankings and the click-through rate. Mm -hmm. So when you're doing an experiment and you're trying something new, what what are you prioritizing? Like how how are you approaching that? Well, there's base. There's different ways you can measure it. Uh, we could measure it by ranking. Are we ranking higher? We could measure it by engagement signals. Are people clicking? Click through rate higher. At the end of the day, though, most people simply just want more traffic. Uh, and then make, making sure it's good traffic, which gets a little more complicated. So the way we the way we evaluate experiments is simply by simply by clicks. Are people clicking? Which is a combination of click through rate and ranking. So uh, there are more. You can downstream evaluate if that's good traffic or not. But at the front end, we're just evaluating if you're getting more clicks. Gotcha. And so, like when you're when you start to run these experiments, you mentioned earlier that you can do a lot of this at scale. And at scale, you're using these templates. How do you approach it? Would you just try it out on like a few, you know, specific URLs within the template? And then if that seems to be a winner, you would then use it across the entire template? Yeah, yeah, that's definitely one way to do it. We uh, test on a few URLs at, at start. We have we have users that, you know, do hundreds of titles at a time, just adding a single word like buy at the beginning of their title tag. Um, we also... We're, we sort of have in development uh, some of these, we call it autopilot, where you can just apply keywords at the end of your title tag, or we, we, we take away the irrelevant boilerplate and add keywords. So uh, it's a little harder to do that. And in testing, we show that you can increase traffic anywhere from 10 to 20% by applying automatic suggestions. But people really like that human touch. They like to examine every title tag and make sure they're not mangling it. So at scale, things work great. The problem with scalable solutions is you're gonna have, you're gonna have some bad apples in there that just mangle. Any automated system is gonna mangle a few titles. It's gonna mangle, no matter what you apply it to in SEO, you're gonna get some bad results. So people, we're still in the infancy of automation in SEO. So people like to examine uh, every change that they make and have a human touch there. 
And to that point, I mean, that's partially why there was so much outcry when Google started aggressively changing the title tags is because of a couple of those bad yeah. apples. And you have one like ridiculous yeah. example. Yeah. Like, you stumbled upon a bunch of them. Oh, yeah. Even Google is bad at automation at scale. Uh, to be fair, I think I think Google did a good job at 80 to 90 percent of their title tag re rewrites. And at scale, most of their users were probably happier. Uh, but, man, you see what happens when they screw up just a few. It's we always said it. We always said at Moz it because we would, you know, people respected Moz as an industry authority and we'd make these statements about best practices. We don't always have to be right. But it's important that we're not wrong, uh, and that's kind of that's kind of the problem of doing things at scale. You don't always have to be right, but when you get it wrong, man, people are going to let you know. Oh yes, oh yes, big time. And and I mean to that point, what if you like? Obviously, we we don't know what's under the curtain at, at Google, but what do you what do you think is the motivation by turning up the dial in terms of because we know they've been doing this for a yep. while, but now they're doing it so aggressively. Yep. Why do you think that started in August? When 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 Google first started rewriting title tags, I was kind of like, why are they? Don't mess with our title tags. Then I started digging into the data, looking at titles that they rewrote, and I'm like, oh god, they're dealing with a ton of crappy titles because. SEOs are, or non non companies are releasing these titles that are just terrible. Uh, maybe probably because an SEO isn't looking at them. So Google has an actual problem to solve there. The titles are just, if they used our titles, the web would be a worse place. So they have to rewrite them uh, because so many people are doing such a bad job. Uh, so I had, digging into the data, I actually became more empathetic towards what they were doing. Like, yeah, okay, rewrite the titles. Now, our, now, now it's just back onto us to write titles that they don't want to rewrite. Uh, so we're, we're finding a balance. It's, it's, it's such a good point. Cause it's like being in the industry and being the SEOs, like it always seems like duh, obvious or really important to us. But then you yeah. think about like the hundreds of thousands of small business owners that like don't even have a marketer on staff that want to throw on a website and yeah. it's just working by themselves. And like, I guess to some extent that's on like the CMSs, right? Or like, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, actually... it's, like, it's like, there's reasons why as SEOs, we were telling businesses like, don't use duplicate title tags on every page of your site because people are doing that. And, you know, unless they hire us, there's going to be millions of websites that actually do those horrible practices. And Google is solving that problem. And in effect, Google's doing SEO where we can't step in and do SEO. Well, to that point, if you like putting your like prediction cap on, I know SEOs hate trying to predict things, but like, what do you think the end game, like, what do you think the, the play out is of this where Google starts, you know, getting more involved with choosing what the right content is? Like, does it stop at title tags? What, what do you think? No, I mean, the, the, uh, the title, they've been, they've been generating meta descriptions uh, for years uh, up to 70% of the time. Um, we've seen them, uh, they have different formulas for the breadcrumbs uh, and how they how they pick those uh, featured snippets, all sorts of stuff. I I do get a little worried that Google is over aggressively taking content uh, from web creators and putting them in the SERPs and creating their own web pages uh, at the on the on the backs of people who created those. And Google is profiting more than than we are off of those pages. So I think that's going to continue. But we also see the threat of uh, anti-competitive legis legislation, uh, especially coming in Congress. We've been seeing it for years. 
I don't know what's going to happen. Google has very good lawyers. Uh, they have as good or better lawyers than Congress has. So they have they spend millions on lobbying. I don't know, but I think I think that's that's one hope we have um, of you know combating combating some of these changes and aggressive changes that we've, we're seeing Google introduce. I mean, and ultimately, like to to that point, is interesting. Earlier in the week, uh, Michael Sable of of Y Combinator put out this interesting Twitter thread about you know the your money your life like health uh, search results, product reviews, which obviously they tried to update in December, and recipes. And he was like, the results are just crap. Like, do are you are, do you feel that way? How do yeah. you feel about current search I, results? I feel like you know the medic eat update, whatever you want to call it, that came out. If uh, two or three, four years. I don't know how long you're it. I thought it made search results. I, I understand why Google did it because they didn't want, you know, weird cancer cures, you know, in the SERPs. But I think it made information, specific information harder to find and SERP results much more uniform and boring. It became mixed SERP results. It, it, the McDonald's of SERP results. You know what you're going to get. It costs you $1.25, you know, but uh, if you want mayonnaise or uh, grilled peppers, you got to go to Bing uh, to find interesting information. Or you just type Reddit at the end of it, any search result to get, you know, honest information uh, about your money or your life uh, queries. But yeah, I, I do think, I, I think it made results more consistent, but more boring and slightly less useful to anybody looking for more general information. It's a, search results today are the pamphlet you get in your doctor's office explaining uh, gentle little herpes. It's it's not it's not that interesting. It, it doesn't go that deep. Wait, that was a really bad I am not going to the doctor <laughs> reading about gentle little herpes. Personal experience. <laughs> yes. It, it's in, instead of a deep dive you now get the you now get the office brochure. Yeah. It's I mean I I've had that even with the product reviews it's really interesting in December, there was this, there's, before in December, back in April, they were trying to update to improve the quality content of reviews. But even still, like I look at product reviews and they said that rollout is done and there's still like a lot of crap out there. Like yeah. it's, it's, it's still not there yet. I'm curious, you know, with, with software, SaaS software, you know, some people are very open with their roadmaps. Some people are very close to the chest. After title tags, are you, are, do you, do you want to share anything yeah. that you're really excited about that's on the horizon? Uh, I, uh, we want to, the next problem we want to tackle is internal linking because it, uh, doing SEO myself, talking to a lot of agency folks, when a client signs up and you want to move the needle fast, there's two or three things that you work on. And that's, uh, you know, SERP appearance, which is title tags, meta description, things like that. But next, you work on your site architecture and internal linking uh, because it doesn't require, you know, a lot of content creation, outreach, uh, link building, external link building. So internal linking is is next on our roadmap. Gotcha, and and that's a challenge. We because with internal linking, how do you experiment with that when you know? You know, not only does the the page that you link to, but the page that receives the link are both impacted in terms yep. of like link equity, right? Yeah. And it's it's uh, it's hard to experiment with internal linking because there's so many factors at play. Uh, I, I think it, current best practices within software about internal linking are, we're going to take your keyword, we're going to crawl your site, and we're going to find instances of that keyword that don't link, and we're going to just add a link in there. I think that's okay, but I think 
as a human, we can be much more sophisticated uh, about that. So I'm, I'm excited about implementing some of these ideas uh, that may be a little bit non-intuitive uh, for folks and give people a roadmap. It's also something, it's also an interesting problem because everybody does it. Everybody wants to improve their internal linking. Uh, it gives people something to do, a big list of things to uh, work on. And you can hand it off to other people to do like, hey, go, go add these links. So I think it's an interesting uh, problem space to solve. Absolutely. And, and that's another one at scale that can have a, that's a real like needle mover yeah. in terms of when you're using templates and do it that way. Cyrus, dude, it, it is awesome being able to talk to you about all this stuff. I, I, I really do appreciate it. I want our audience to be able to check out Zippy. So how do they find it? How do they sign up? What's that look like? Uh, zippy, zippy.com, Z-Y-P-P-Y.com. Uh, and then there's a, you know, you just authorize your uh, Google search console and you get a sample of data. Uh, the free account only gives you like, you know, 15 of your top URLs, which actually is a lot because we, what we found... <laughs> We had to really decrease our free limits. Like we were offering a hundred pages, but for most sites, their top hundred pages drove like eighty percent of their traffic. So there was no, <laughs> there's no value in signing up for a, a paid plan when we were covering eighty percent of your traffic. So now we just give you a preview of the data, uh, so you can see what you're you're getting into. Uh, but it's it's kind of fun. I would I would encourage folks to sign up run an experiment or two on one of their uh, sites, you know, you'll, you'll see the results after two or three weeks. Uh, and then it gets kind of addictive uh, once you get into it. it. Oh, it's fun. I mean, you're, you're basically gamifying title tags, which is, which is awesome. I got to ask though, do you have like a disclaimer in terms of like, I can imagine a more novice SEO might go in there and like take their best performing page yeah. and be like, Let's mess with it. We, 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 if, if people want to get into it, we have an extensive terms of service. Uh, that, because people are, people have to realize they are responsible for their SEO. They're responsible for the decisions they make. There are no guarantees in SEO. Uh, we have data showing that you can, you know, increase uh, your traffic doing X, Y, Z, but that you, you have to take responsibility for yourself. So no, no software can assume that for you. Right. So would you would you have someone if they're like looking at keywords and they want to impact their rankings, maybe you focus on some of your pages that are currently at the top of page two that maybe a title change will will get you up there? Yeah, uh, we don't we don't we don't call those out in the software. What's what's interesting is uh, you say top of the page two, but for what keyword? And what I yeah. love what I love about our software is it looks at every query across uh all the keywords and it tries to it tries to aggregate those into suggestions uh, that will give you the most lift across the most keywords. So it's it it's kind of fun that way. That's really cool. Dude, Cyrus, um I mean I, I know where to find you, but if if someone who has never met you before, you know, wanted to find you online, where's the best place? Where do you hang you, out? Twitter. <laughs> Twitter Dude, okay. Well Cy Cyrus Shepherd here at Cyrus Shepherd. Uh, yeah, Cyrus Shepard. Yes, thank you. Yeah, don't change up that handle before the end of the show. No, uh, thank you so much for joining me. This is great. Check out Cyrus at uh, Zippy. Reach out to him on Twitter. Well, you know, say goodbye to the folks at Moz for me. Hey, hey uh, let's give a call out to iPoll Rank, huh? Uh, thank you, thank you. I recommend, I recommend you guys all the time. So awesome. Yeah, dude, it's it, this is a pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we appreciate your time. All right. Hey, thanks a lot, Garrett.
Awesome. This is Garrett Sussman of iPull Rank for the Rankable Podcast. Next week, really excited being joined by Patrick Stocks of Hrefs. We're going to talk all about technical SEO prioritization. That's fine. I, right? I want to watch that. Okay. Well, you come back. Everyone, have a great rest of your weekend, and we will see you next Thursday at 1.30. Peace out.